make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube. Those are all the places that you can subscribe to us and listen to Dragon Ball Super Dope. Let's do it. Uh, welcome to Dragon Ball Super Dope. We're talking about episode 82 of Dub today, mainly because that Broly trailer dropped last week. And I said, I really don't want to talk about uh, an episode which I saw a year and a half ago where really nothing happens. But I figured for sake of continuity, we would do at least a quick discussion on it. So I called in our associate producer, Miss. Oh, fuck, dude, should I call you MJ or, or Mara Jade? What do you prefer? I like MJ. That's what everyone calls me. MJ. So I've talked about you on the show in the past a few Quite different a times. Quite a lot. Yeah. It's because you're one of my favorites. And yes. <laughs> not only has um, she become one of the most favorite listeners, uh, one of our most favorite listeners of the show, but she also stepped up her game in terms of support of the show. Uh, when we launched Patreon, she was one of the, I think she was maybe the first. It was either her or little baby Jiren, but. It, no, it was either. Dan. And then I, I was the first for the $50 tier. Yeah, so she jumped in on the $50 tier, got that associate producer status, and uh, one of the perks of that status is um, basically you get to be on an episode of Super Dope with us once a month. Now, Margie is a big fan of Trunks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, originally, we had talked about um, doing the Future Trunks special because not only does it make me cry like a baby every single time, but you get to see a, a one-armed Gohan kicking the shit out of two androids at the same time. It's a, it's a work of art. It's beautiful. Um, so we, we're still going to do that special, but um, we decided, you know, basically because of the timing and what has happened, I've had like the longest, the longest, shittiest week. Dude. Yeah, you guys don't know. It's either Kyle's been sick or I've been sick or our schedules are just fucked. And that's part of it. But then the other part of it was we we had plans to do that. We're talking on Saturday afternoon and we had plans to do this Thursday, you know, late afternoon, early evening. And um, about two hours before we were supposed to record two, three hours, I was actually setting up my microphone for the service that we're using to record today. And I'm like, oh, man, something's wrong. I can't get this shit right. And I'm dicking around with it for about an hour. And it's not the first time I've used it. Like, I know how to use it. I'm like, something's wrong. And then I realized that my computer just stopped making sound altogether completely. And I couldn't turn it back on at all. And I had like a crazy panic attack and thought to myself, yo, all you do is like edit podcasts all day. So if your computer don't have sound, you're boned, man. So uh, that started like 12 and a half hours of trying to troubleshoot and repair my computer. Um, I went to bed around quarter to four. Uh, later that night. Oh my god, I don't morning. know how you do it. Honestly, I don't know how I did it either, but I know that I did it out of like the 12 and a half hours was driven solely out of like extreme panic and anxiety. And like, because like I do super dope and shit, and don't get me wrong, I love doing it, but like I, I edit and produce other people's podcasts and people pay me for that. So I'm like, shit, I ain't making no money. This is bad news. So between that, me being sick, you being sick, and just scheduling difficulties, this has been a long time coming. So um, before we talk about episode 82, I'm kind of curious. I know that we've talked about it a little bit, but at least for you know the people listening today, how did you stumble onto Super Dope in the first place? Okay, so I started listening to Super Dope, I would say mid-June, 
And I don't listen to podcasts. I've tried with YouTubers and things like that, and I just fucking hated them. But so I, I hated them. I didn't like podcasts at all. Wow, that's weird. Yeah. So, Do you remember how you stumbled across us in the first place? Yeah. Because if you're, if you're not listening to podcasts, then you must be like, oh, shit, I got to listen to this in a podcast app? Like, what the hell is that about? Yeah, <laughs> I was on Spotify because I fucking love Spotify. And I remember looking for anime intros or something, and I was just playing around, and I typed in, like, Dragon Ball Super, and the podcast came up. And I thought, oh, maybe this is, like, someone that puts Dragon Ball songs or whatever. And then it wasn't. It was a podcast. And I, I told myself, oh, I don't even like podcasts. But I gave an episode a listen, and I was laughing my ass off the entire time. So, Hopefully in a good way and not like yeah. out of like pity and spite for us. Yeah. And I remember I was drawing in my room, and I was focused on what I was doing. And then I don't remember who was on. I think it was Brandon. I just kept laughing my ass off and I couldn't even focus on what I was doing. (laughs) Yeah, Brandon's got a tendency to make things as uncomfortable as humanly possible, typically (laughs) on purpose. So it makes sense that you weren't able to focus on making your art. So um, MJ has helped me in the past with some graphic design stuff and some she fucking draws amazing um, freehand stuff. I... uh, don't know dick about art myself, so I apologize if calling it freehand was some kind of slight. I don't know. Oh no, it's fine. But uh, where can people find your art? Because you primarily just draw anime stuff. Yeah. Um, well, I just use Instagram mostly, and my Instagram is drawings underscore by MJ. So you guys should go follow me. You should because every time I, especially since we've started to chit chat about the show over the last few months. Um, your drawings have come such a, a long way in such a short amount of time. It's ridiculous. The progress that if you go back to the beginning of your Instagram account and then see the shit that you posted, say this week, it's like, Jesus Christ, dude, this girl is constantly improving your craft. And it's really cool to see that happen in real time. Via Instagram. That's all I do all day long, especially I go to the library and I work there with the younger kids um, in our classes. And I swear it gets me frustrated with things that they don't know, but I'm like, just take your time. Just take your time. <laughs> kids how old are they um they're mostly five to nine. Oh damn yeah so you really can't like i'm sure that you must push patience but like you can't really fault them for not knowing you know the technical kind yeah, of stuff exactly. that you're trying to instill into them yeah that can be frustrating for sure well either way i'm glad that we've got you on board as our our first associate producer it is a super limited spot and i'm glad that you were one of the first people to step up uh mainly because not only do you get to do this episode with us once a month but um both mar jade and uh fucking dan as well on that super dope board member status um they got direct influence on the show now so i'm not gonna make the big uh, basically we're gonna be releasing this episode on monday along with the super dub 83 whatever the hell comes out tonight i'm sure that'll be a blast to talk about oh this is where boma gets pregnant this episode well has her baby unpregnant <laughs> yeah i'm pregnant unpregnant magically unpregnant yeah Divine interception to interception? That's not the right word. Whatever it is, I don't care. Um, we'll talk about 83 tonight, but we also have a couple of big special announcements coming up on the show that we're doing tonight. Oh, that I know about. Oh, yeah. MJ, you yeah. already know about it. You <laughs> and Dan both already know about the special announcements. So um, I'm fucking amped, dude. The news that it's came a, in. It's the- really good. You guys are going to be excited. 
I'm so amped. I mean, we did announce that we are doing our next live show um, at Askew on Providence, uh, November 5th. That's going to be after the Bardock and the Fusion screenings. If you didn't see that announcement, we, we announced that on Facebook on Thursday. But this is a completely separate new announcement, something that was made, brought to my attention yesterday afternoon. And, uh, oh, man, I'm fucking amped to tell you guys about it. I'm so excited. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was so excited for you. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, uh, Marjade being on the AP level status, and then we've got Dan at the board member status. They've got direct influence over the show, so I'm going to be talking with them about you know not only these new announcements, but how we best uh, you know capitalize and make uh, make the best of these new opportunities that are being presented to us. So uh, we'll be talking about that stuff in the next few days, next week or so. And uh, coming up with our super dope game plan. So if you want to get involved in that level of the show and, and help us, you know, continue to grow and continue to market and continue to find new listeners and build the audience, go visit the Patreon, patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. Yay. All right. I'm done preaching about fucking people needing to give me money. So uh, we are going to talk about episode 82 of the dub because I failed to do it last weekend. Um, what the fuck is it called? Goku must pay. The warrior of justice, top barges top. in. <laughs> top. Is this bothering you as much as it's bothering me? It this whole is. Why would they do it? I, I have no idea. And I didn't and, watch the episode yet. And I saw on Instagram, like just going through my cool Dragon Ball shit. And I saw that it says top. And I was like, top. T-O-P. What? Yeah. <laughs> Stupid as hell. Now, somebody pointed out in one of the Facebook groups to me the other day. Because I, you know, when I this first came out, I was kind of like, "What the hell, man!" Talk about a unnecessary change. Basically, for me, it's like Topo is already a really stupid name, and now that we all yeah. know his name is Topo, <laughs> and you shortened Topo to Top, you've somehow made Topo an even stupider name by shortening it to Top. Exactly. So it's frustrating. But like somebody pointed out, it's like, hey, it's it's kind of the same thing for Kakarato and, and Kakarot. Which is a valid point, but again, I question that change too. What would be the harm in Chris Sabbath yelling Kakarato as opposed to Kakarot? Yeah. It's frustrating. I don't know. I, I hate it, but basically, uh, Tapo at the end of last episode, after um, Goku commits, um, I don't want to say bestiality because he didn't fuck that dog, but he definitely <laughs> whooped his ass. So that was like a crime against animals. Um, after Goku's crime against animals, Tapo barges in, removes his very poorly fitting robe. Very poorly fitting. Very, it's, very. It's almost like he was like a huge muscle man named Jiren the Gray or something before he took that robe off. Bizarre. So he jumps in the ring and he's like, hey, Goku, you think you're all that in a bag of chips? Fuck you. I'm Top, the warrior of, of justice. And I'm about to whoop your ass should Zeno give me permission Excuse me, should the Grand Zenos give me the permission to fight you right now? The little Zenies. But, uh... So I like, I kind of like this whole thing because I kind of like it and I kind of hate it. What this really excels at and kind of like hits you over the head with to an extent. And I think it's important to realize that Goku is in fact viewed as the villain. Exactly. That's what these universes. I was like, if you knew what Goku did, you wouldn't be saying that, but it's okay. Well, I mean, do I knew what I Goku did? You mean in terms of you know in lobbying of for Zeno to have it? 
in terms of past Dragon Ball Z things, how he saves his planet over and over again. But so because they don't know that he's viewed as the villain, because as far as these people know, he's the reason or he lobbied to have, you know, Zeno hold this tournament. So everyone's like, wow, nobody really takes into account, really considers the fact that Zeno might have just wanted to have this tournament anyway. Yeah. Regardless of Goku's (laughs) influence. But because they know Goku had some hand in being like, yeah, cool idea, dudes. Everyone's like, dude, you're a dickhead. We're all going to get a race now. But also Goku's an idiot. (laughs) Yeah. He's sort of naive. But like the thing that I think makes sense to do is to really turn it on its head and paint him as the bad guy for the first time really in his life. And I feel like the Japanese version did a little bit of a better job with Goku leaning into that villain role a little bit. It did because like I watched both. Oh, see. you watched the you watched the sub <clears throat> as well. I didn't. Yes, I watched both just to see because I wanted to see the whole top topo thing. But the way Goku leans into it in Japan, it's like once he realizes that he's the villain, he's like, "Yeah, I'm the villain. Fuck it, come at me. I don't care. So long as we're fighting really strong opponents, that's what I'm all about. If you have to view me as a bad guy in the meantime, so be it." And this one, he's kind of just almost annoyed. Like, he, he goes back to that calm Goku demeanor at the end where he's like, oh, yeah, boy, that was a great fight. I can't wait to fight you again. But <laughs> in the time, he's like, come on, fight me then, you idiot. I don't know. I guess he's kind of <clears throat> leaning into his villain thing, I guess, in, in English, too, but, like, in a little bit of a different way. Um, so they, they start the fight. Goku doesn't take it very seriously out of the gate, uh, only going to a Super Saiyan level. And a uh, couple quick scurries, we realize that um, Tapo throws the word justice around like a it's lot. water. <laughs> like so much. We got the justice flash. Like that's the one that we'll actually see again. The justice tornado. I don't think we ever see that one again. Uh, we had the justice crusher at a certain point. Um, I, I don't know. The dude kind of comes out of the gate fast with all these justice moves and the gods within his respective universe are like, no, this is great. You know, let's let all the other universes know that we are not to be fucked with. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, Tapo takes it. Oh, I don't know. Should I, I'm just going to call him Tapo. Tapo takes it one step further at the end of the fight by saying, yeah, you think I'm bad. You can only come to a draw with me. If that's all you could do against me, you ain't going to stand a chance against Jiren in the gray. Uh, but you know what got me when he fucking gets Goku's arm, pulls that shit back. Hear those crunches. Oh. oh, and then he just pops his joint back together. I'm not about that. <laughs> That's so painful. Like, we've seen a lot of violence over the years in Dragon Ball Z, but for whatever reason, when somebody has a joint pop out of a socket, it's like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> this is impossible to watch right now. Uh, but it, it, basically, they, they, they're okay with letting Tapo go all out. And I think... It's interesting that Universe 7 has, you know, their top fighter go all out too in these Zen exhibition matches, not only in this second follow-up round, but, you know, previously in this round against uh, the Crusher there, Pagamo the Crusher. Um, It kind of sets the expectation because uh, Goku's not taken very seriously until he eventually ascends to a Super Saiyan Blue status for the first time. Yes. um, Both in the fight with Tapo, but like earlier in the tournament too. With the Blue Kaioken. Yeah, and everyone's like, holy, uh, you know, in terms of the spectators, uh, the other gods of the universes and stuff, they're like, oh my God, this rivals the power of God. This is crazy. Like, how could a mortal from a universe with the second ranked lowest mortal level or whatever the hell that math works out to be, 
how how could they possess this type of power? This makes no sense. So automatically, Goku kind of goes in with a target on his back, and then you you factor in the whole everyone's viewing him as a villain thing for helping lobby to have this thing done, and then he goes against Tapo and goes to a draw. I, I don't know. It's just Goku has a target on his back throughout this whole thing, so there's no other way but to because that was one of my biggest gripes during the tournament of power. Everyone's like, why is everybody ganging up on Universe Seven? It's not just the Goku show. I want to see Universe 9 versus Universe 3. And it's because like they, they went through painstaking efforts to make sure that everybody goes at Goku yes, the entire tournament exactly. with everything we're seeing right now. Oh, it's so fucking frustrating. Um, so Tapo proceeds to kick the crap out of Goku uh, pretty swiftly. He is quite ac- acrobatic for a man of his portly carriage. Yeah. I believe is what... <laughs> He's had some good lines in this episode. Man. He's very large. Big man, but you would never guess. Like he can um he can flip around with the best of them. Um so there's a big scuffle, you know, the back and forth, blah blah blah. And then the justice rear naked chokehold happens. And how do we know it's called the justice rear naked chokehold? Uh, the clown god of destruction, whose name, by the way, I'm not even sure of. Okay, in Japanese, it was Belmod, and for some reason, is it like Vermond th- or something? <laughs> Everyone in Japan in the anime called him Belmod yeah, for whatever yeah. reason. I think in the manga they called him Vermouth, and I'm not sure why. And then in the dub, they're calling him Vermod, yeah, which is a combination of the two names, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's so strange. Why does the, he, I don't just, want to say this because I don't want people to get mad. But why does he? Oh, <laughs> you already know what I'm going to say, right? Oh, dude. It's the, fir- when, the first time I heard the dub voice actor for Vermod, I was like, what the hell? Right? And I, I even went on a big thing about it a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, if I was the voice actor auditioning for that role, I'd be like, oh, cool. I'm going to be an all-powerful god of destruction. That's dope as hell. All right. What's your voice sound like? All right, well, it sounds like a black guy's voice, except like really hood. Very Okay, hood. well, what does the God of Destruction look like? Oh, he's a clown. I'd be like, he's a clown. <laughs> right? Like it is, uh, it's so, it's it's frustrating to me that his voice is what it is. But he calls out uh, Jiren's, uh, excuse me, Jiren, Papo's move and says, oh, look at this shit. It's the rear naked chokehold up in this bitch. Like, <laughs> He, that seriously may have been that may have been uh how is how we fucking said it like so, I, i'm pretty sure he did i could i could see it hey what's up y'all motherfuckers you bringing in just just this rear naked chokehold into the arena yeah. like it's <laughs> and i think i just got a little racist by everything i just so well, fuck it. <laughs> uh it's all in, it's all in good fun oh jesus did i just say racism's fun jesus what's wrong with me <laughs> Anyway, Goku suddenly is like, hey, this rear naked chokehold is crushing my bones. And in case you couldn't tell that it's crushing my bones, I'm going to scream <clears throat> so much. Jesus, man. I, like, there's a couple moments in Sean Schemmel's voice acting performance throughout this episode where I'm like, I'm not sure if you're fucking brilliant or you're amazing or yes, you're amazingly and that like ridiculous. Was one of those where I thought, this is kind of, kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, and I get it. It's because he's going through excruciating pain, but like, He's got the ah, 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 ah. like the. It exactly. sounds so. 
it sounds awful. But then there's another moment right here. Goku finally breaks out with the you know, transforms into Super Saiyan Blue, breaks out of this Justice rear naked chokehold. My God, that's the most ridiculous name ever. And, uh, <laughs> and he he has this good yell, but like basically he charges up this huge kamehameha to shoot at Tapo, and Tapo tries to justice flash that shit right out of existence, but. Goku takes like a couple of steps forward, gets right in front of Tapo and blasts it. And that last ha that he lets out for that blast, that's one where I was like, damn, Shamu, you felt that one. That came from like the bottom of your soul. You pushed that all the way out yeah. from the deep. You sounded like a bear. And I'm sure that there was <laughs> a bear. And I'm sure that there was like, uh, you know, some cool effects to like make it a little bit deeper and shit, but. God damn, that thing was guttural. That was one of the better Kamehamehas I think I've ever heard Sean Shemmel yell. So while I am definitely quick to make fun of his stupid screaming while being Justice Rare naked choked, um, I will definitely be quick to compliment him on a hell of a ha. Yeah, credit words too. All right, Topo, get mad. I'm about to break my ceiling. So Goku does, you know, continue to talk a little bit of shit afterwards. Topo's like, yo, just hit me with that blast, man. That's not cool. Um Goku's like, yeah, you mad about it? Well, watch this. I'm about to get even stronger and break my limits. And that's where I'm like, break my limits? Limit Breaker? That's the name of the new song. I see what they did there. I'm into it. And uh, then the Grand Minister is like, nah, never mind, guys. We're done. Yep. We're, we're not doing this. Not right now. Yeah. If you keep doing this, y'all motherfuckers are going to die. So you should stop and go home. And that's when you see for the first time, and I think like this scene is uh, understated in terms of the validity that it brought to the whole grand uh, priest is evil theory. But for the first time, you see Zeno disagree with the grand priest, or the grand priest really disagreeing with Zeno, because the grand priest stops it, and Zeno's like, "Hey, what the hell, dude? I know, that was getting good. I want to watch the rest. Come on!" And the grand minister's like, "No, you don't." If uh, if you keep watching this, they might die, and they need to. I need to get ready to build this arena thing. So yeah, no, you don't need to watch this anymore. In two fucking days. <laughs> yeah, right. And Zeno's like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. No, you're right. The match is done. And the only thing I can think of is like, man, if he can get them to just like randomly decide that they agree to stop this match, like, what else could he get them to do? This dude must be pulling the strings on Zeno, similar to the way that Weiss often pulls the strings on Beerus. Like it's that same dynamic of a relationship, except the fact that, you know, the Beerus in this instance is two small children who can just poop and, you know, get rid of anything and everything. Huh. So I don't know. I just think it's interesting that we finally see that, you know, that one little like display of dominance from the grand minister in this case uh, for the dub over Zeno and, and nobody really talks about that and how I think it lend credence to that whole Great Menace is evil. <laughs> I still would like to see that happen. Maybe down the road after Toriyama retires or whatever, like for real, Toritaro can be like, remember that shit y'all wanted to see like 10 years ago? Here it is. Oh, that would be surprising. I don't, yeah, I don't think we're that lucky. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder often what's going to happen with uh, the future of Dragon Ball. I think a lot of people peg it for uh, peg it as an anime that'll come back uh, next year, probably in the spring 2019. I hope, but I don't know. I, I don't know if that's the case. Um, 
I think, and every the, the reason everyone thinks that is, you know, there's going to be an announcement at Jump Festa Japan. Japan, I mean, Jump Festa happens in Japan, so there'll be an announcement at Jump Festa. I think it's December twenty second, so just about a full week after that first Broly movie drops in Japan. I guess and, every everybody uh, wants more Super because Dragon Ball is such a hard anime to let go of. It really is. It is because it's so much of like who we are as people. We grew up with this yeah. shit. How old were you when you first started watching Dragon Ball? Oh, I have no idea. I think I was in seventh grade because my brother was really into it at the time. And my school just got all the mangas. So that was the big thing. And I didn't hang out with much of the girls. So all of my guy friends were just like, dude, you should, should read Dragon Ball, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't into it, but my brother was. And then later on, like a year or two ago, I got really into it and anime in general. Hmm. So, I mean, I think why Dragon Ball, like you said, is such a tough thing to let go of is because at least for me, and I know a lot of our listeners have listened, have watched uh, Dragon Ball since they were kids. I mean, you're you're a little bit younger than I am, but, you know, most of the people that I talk to and get in touch with me, they're somewhere between like, you know, 23 and like 35, say. And uh, they've watched Dragon Ball since they were very small. And they had Goku as, you know, as as much as we make fun of Goku as a fandom for being just a big, dumb, fucking strong ox all the time. Um, the moral compass and the virtue that he brings to his character and always believing to do right and do no harm uh, and always willing to push himself to the limit and, you know, continue, continue to constantly improve and all that shit like those are virtues that were instilled, were instilled in us as fans, as very young children. And I think when we see Goku, especially doing new shit like we've been able to see with Super over the last few years, it's it, it not only gives us that feeling of nostalgia, but it's like, hey, man, if this thing can still keep going, I can still keep going. Oh, yeah. But maybe that's just like the old man talking to me. Maybe. No, 100%. <laughs> because um, even my brother, he's not into anime at all. But sometimes I'll be watching Dragon Ball in the living room and he comes this next to me. And he's like, what's up? What's yeah. Goku getting into this week? <laughs> and he'll stay there for like he's hours. That's and awesome. I always tell him, I thought you didn't like Dragon Ball anymore. And then he just leaves. <laughs> uh, see, don't push him away, man. Don't push him. Don't make fun of him. Just let him watch it. Let him enjoy it. Before you know it, he'll be like, yo, what is going to happen on the next episode of Dragon Ball Super? I, I need to know. Oh, he hates Super. That's, That's the thing. Yeah. He's one of those uh, that like anything new that pops up, mm-mm, not about it. I'm all about the old stuff. Yeah, he's a purist. Yep. I, I long for my old DBZ all day, dude. Mm-hmm. It's kind of frustrating. Uh, um, I think I think Super will... Uh, uh, Super's obviously better than GT. Uh, oh, obviously. Um, that's, that's a no-brainer. It's not better than Z. But I think... Uh, I think as Super ages, and this is like with the assumption that Super doesn't come back and they make no more new episodes. Or if it does come back, it's a different series. And, you know, we're not looking at Dragon Ball Super, but Dragon Ball, whatever the hell it would be super called. Duper. But super Duper. Yeah. yeah. Super plus Ultra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think with um, Super coming back, or, or now that Super's finished, so episodes one to 131, you stack up that series versus, you know, the 291 episodes of Dragon Ball Z. And I think Kai is like, I think Kai is 167. I could be wrong there. I don't fucking know. I don't dig <clears throat> Kai, really. I need my, I need all my shitty filler. Right? Um, I think when you when you line up the two series, like there's not too much of a gap between Z and Super, or not as much as people make it out to be. 
Um, Super's got its problems. Uh, it's also got a real a, a good amount of like high points and awesome awesome things that happen. Uh, Dragon Ball Z uh, has some of the most iconic fucking anime battles in history. Oh yeah, but definitely also has its problems. <laughs> so um, the, the nostalgia for somebody like your brother who's like, oh, I don't want to watch any of that new shit. I can only watch the old shit. It's like I think the nostalgia blinds them to the faults or the flaws rather of uh, you know what the old series had to offer. <laughs> so. With episode 82 in the books, man, I'm kind of glad because, um, oh, I mean, there's like a little tag at the end. So they they break up the fight and uh, like, hey, all right, cool. We'll see you guys in about 40 hours. All right, go get your teams. Bye. And it's game on. And uh, Beerus is freaking out, super high strung. And Goku's uh, just not, very... not freaking out at all. <laughs> yeah, dude, Goku actually says this thing that's like super fucking Buddhist. And he says something like basically Beerus is like, we've only got two days. Like we need to go assemble a team. We need to start coming up with a strategy. And Goku's like, why am I going to worry about the things that I can't control? Like that's like a founding principle or like idea in, in Buddhism is like, you know, things outside my control, I just can't worry about because whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And I'm just going to have to deal with that then, you know, mm-hmm. I, I have an understanding of you can't control the things that happen to you. You can only control how you, how you react to them is a very Buddhist fucking idea. And, um, you know, the high natured or the high strung Beerus at this point, um, you know, trying to come up with a plot or a strategy to, you know, ensure victory versus Goku's assuredness of himself. Like he's very like at peace with the idea that, all right, we've only got two days. Let's get our team together. We can't really worry about the fight because we don't know who we are going to be fighting. We can't plan for what we don't know. Oh, so no. why are we going to worry about the fight? That's because we're not Goku. I'd probably be more in the Gohan camp where I'm like, all right, let me come up with mad plans. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Goku's like, nah, man, don't worry about it. <laughs> so next week, we'll get to see a baby uh, be forcibly removed from Bulma's belly. By Whis. That'll be <laughs> Yeah, that'll be weird. Um, I remember when we first watched it, it was weird. And I'm assuming... Weiss will make it even weirder. Some of the lines that Beers, uh, excuse me, some of the lines that Weiss had in this episode today, like he's showing a little bit more of that feisty character. Um, he said one line to one of the other um, angel attendants in this episode where she's like, oh, now you see the power of Universe 11's warrior, Noble Sirs. And he's like, you use Noble Sirs like it's a nervous yes. tick and it's pissing me off. <laughs> I like feisty Weiss. We need more feisty Weiss. I love Feisty Weiss. I wonder if Feisty Weiss is only happening because he's like, man, this is taking forever. I just want to get some fucking food. Like, he's I just like kind of angry. So he's like, like letting people know. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite Weiss. Uh, but we'll get to see him uh, perform a, a non C section next week. That'll be cool. And uh, yeah, we're right in the thick of this tournament of power thing. We don't have. Um, we're almost caught up, like in terms of episodes and where we started on Super Dope. So I don't know what we do when that happens, but I guess we have to just keep chugga chugging along through these dubs because. Yep. What the fuck else are we going to do except pray for a new anime to come out? <laughs> I've just, I've watched so many new animes this week. It's insane. Yeah, you're like real devoted to just consuming as much anime yes. as as you can. And once I get into one anime, I have to watch all of it and then I'll start a new one. 
You ever go back and rewatch other animes? Uh, sometimes if I think they're really good. You rewatch My Hero? Oh, no, not yet. <laughs> I'm waiting for season no. four. Man, you have a long time to wait for season four. I know, dude. I know. You, like, uh, you could just like watch a couple episodes here and there between now and April or whatever when it's going to come well, back. Well, the one episode that I always keep watching of My Hero is... um. I don't know what it's called, but it's the one where they go swimming. It's summer, and they go swimming. The one where they're all in the yeah, pool the and they're like doing speed training. tests. What the hell? <laughs> That's like my favorite. That's like episode. such a weird. What isn't that a? Is that considered a filler episode? I don't know. I don't know either. I just love Manetta. I'm not sure. I. <laughs> you do. Love I that. love him so much. Your fucking mom loves Manetta. My, oh my god, we were talking about that the other day. <laughs> Your mom loves me. She enjoyed Manetta at the Two Heroes. Yeah, movie. and I, I was telling her about you and how you said, oh, your mom probably has a shit ton of Manettas. I told her that. And she's like, that's 100% true. Yeah, no shit. Your mom's an attractive lady, dude. Like, I'm sure she's had a ton of little creeps be like, hey, baby, throughout the course of her life. Yeah. yeah I could talk. Your, your mom thinks Manetta's funny because she's dealt with a billion Manettas with that throughout yes, her a life. thousand percent. <laughs> and there was this guy the other day that came to paint the trimmings of the wall or something and he asked my mom on a date <laughs> and what's she say no she's a boyfriend oh word all right at least she's got that built-in excuse then where she can be like oh you know sorry but yeah and i said you have to do with the manetta didn't you <laughs> i wonder if he was you know very small in stature he was kind of short <laughs> go figure um <clears throat> All right, so that's going to do it for Super uh, Super Dub 82. Um, I'm going to do 83 tonight at some point. i got to rope somebody into doing it with me, either Carlton or Mike or somebody. But we have some big announcements. Very big announcements. And if you listen to the next episode of Super Dope, you too will know the announcements. So I want to thank you for listening. Uh, MJ, thank you so much for being on the show with us this month. Oh, of course. Duh. Uh, next month, you and I have to figure out a good time. We could probably do it sooner rather than later, but uh, we could figure out a good time to do a future trunks special discussion. Yes, because <laughs> that's your boy. That is my boy. You guys, oh, you guys don't know how much I love trunks. Every single day is just like a new day, and I just love trunks more and more. Well, if you go visit, what is it at drawings underscore by MJ? You'll see a lot of that. <laughs> A lot of future trunks there, exactly. Uh, so go check out MJ's artwork and uh, be sure you rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. A review really helps us, helps other people find the show. Uh, would really appreciate that. And uh, but, yeah, that's gonna do it, I guess. Yep, we're done. We are done here. I think I think we are done. Uh, super. Na 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 na